Hello everyone from my hot ass car. I'm in a parking lot parked under a shady tree with my dog in the back because he doesn't like to be left alone at home these days. Our house is still being worked on and whenever they use the nail gun it's really loud. He doesn't like it. He gets really scared. So I bring him with me. This week I'd love to talk about seeing your quote-unquote bad qualities as good or using them to do good because sometimes we can be hard on ourselves. I myself, I'm really hard on myself. My inner dialogue is similar to how my parents spoke to me, which was pretty critical. In a sense, they're kind of like traditional Asian parents in that education is very important, achievements very important, they value that. So in order to push us, you know, there was a lot of criticism, not that many compliments, like the ratio of compliments to criticism, it was definitely much more criticism. And when there was a compliment, it's like, oh my God. <laughs> but overall, I do, I love my parents. I loved the way I was raised. I am the way I am today because of them. But let's backtrack. Let's talk about some of our bad qualities. I'll use myself as an example here. I'm super stubborn. And funny enough, my dog is also very stubborn. And my husband is even more stubborn than the both of us, which I, I don't know how that's possible. <laughs> I don't know how that's possible. I guess, you know what they say, you attract what you are. This is one of the instances where I have attracted what I am. For a long time, I could not think of any positive that came out of being stubborn. I think it's actually really annoying. And my therapist helped me out with this. She said, actually, my husband helped me out with this too. Credit to Pete. He actually helped me out before the therapist said anything about this. One time we were taking a walk at night and it was one of those more deep conversations, you know, when both parties are very soft and receptive. I mean, that's usually, I think, how a conversation should go in an intimate relationship. But sometimes, you know, it's not like that. Sometimes things stack up. We have other things on our mind. It's not always like that. But anyways, Pete and I were having a very intimate loving discussion and he said you know my stubbornness led me to you and it's true because if he wasn't as stubborn as he is we probably would have never met or we probably wouldn't be married he got married pretty late let's see i was oh my god how old am i now 39 yeah so i was 36 35 or 36 when we got married and he is eight years older, so, wait, did I do that right? 30, I think I was 35 when we got married. I was 36 when we got married, and he was 44. Yeah, so he got married later on in life, and he had never been married before. Pete is stubborn. He does things slow, <laughs> but I'm grateful for it because now we're together. What my therapist said about stubbornness was that 
she's always wants me to figure it out on my own. She's like, you're so intuitive, you know, you know. And sometimes I say, can you just tell me? Because right now I actually don't know. But she's really good at knowing when to push me and when not to. So I figured out that my stubbornness, when I have an idea or a vision for myself, I stick to it and I follow through. And that makes me achieve my goals. There is a flip side to it sometimes. Like I'm not the best at working with other people and in groups because I am stubborn and I like th doing things my way. But on the positive, I get things done. I get things done more than the average person. Sometimes I'm hard on myself and I feel like, you know, I'm not doing enough. I'm lazy. That's my internal talk. But I get a lot of stuff done. So that is the positive. I guess where I don't want it, for me, I want to be conscious with my stubbornness if it affects other people. Because I, my intention, I never want to purposely make someone feel not good due to, you know, my own thing. So I want to be aware of that. But that's an example of how a quality that I thought was bad has actually served me. So if you have qualities about yourself that you don't like, you know, like anger, I have anger. It's better now, but I have, I used to have so much anger and frustration. You can turn that into something positive. You can use that to propel you forward in business. I feel like emotions are the best driver for things. Even if you want to prove a point like to yourself, like I can do this and using, you know, anger and frustration as motivation. That's awesome because a lot of people who are really successful, they do have a lot of emotional shit there. Either they, you know, were bullied when they were younger or they felt like they weren't good enough. They feel like they need to prove something. That's where a lot of the drive comes from. Now, the balance is once you accomplish those things, or even before you accomplish those things, you want to be healthy about it. Because if you're completely reliant on, I'm going to use anger and feeling like I'm not good enough to achieve this thing, once you get it, you'll still be unsatisfied. You'll basically not be a happy person. So how can you balance being happy and content? Most of the time, I don't believe in being happy all the time like social media says we should be and avoiding negativity all the time there's gonna be 10 20 percent of the time where i don't feel great and that's okay that's a very emotionally enriching life <laughs> i don't know if you guys watch never have i ever on netflix it's produced by mindy kaling and it's uh kind of like coming to age this teen Indian girl and you know it's kind of like a rom-com show and the therapist said that to the main character she said you know I know you're feeling really down right now but these moments lead to a really emotionally enriching life you know if you're numb all the time and you don't let yourself hit lows you also won't let yourself hit really enriching highs I'm a very passionate person, so I do like those highs. I like enthusiasm. I, you know, I want it to be big and good. But the opposite of that is sometimes, you know what, I'm going to feel the opposite of that. 
and that's okay. And that this is why I do personal growth. So when I'm not feeling good, at least it's not prolonged or I don't dip too low where it's destructive in my life. It might kind of slow me down and stuff, but I'm really getting better at pulling myself out of it. I have a gratitude journal. Like what are the things I could do that are proactive that won't make me stay there for too long in a low space? Another thing that just came to mind is if you have anger and frustration, I mean, some people, this is not me encouraging you to do it, but you know, they get into martial arts or mixed martial arts. You know, people who use their body or stunt men and stunt women and people who are in their bodies tend to be like really happy people because I feel like now with technology, a lot of us were in front of computers, you know, we're not fully experiencing things, touch, movement as much as we would in nature. So the people who are really using their bodies and their energy to the fullest, I feel like they tend to be happier people. I mean, it doesn't have to be a you know, professional career, but on the side, that could be an outlet. I did have a coach once. Gypsy. His name was Gypsy. He passed away recently. Uh, but he would tell me in the beginning, because he's like, you have a lot of anger and frustration. Have you thought about boxing? Stuff like that is really good for me. And a lot because a lot of my emotions, they are stored in my body. I tend to suppress my emotions. So that is one way to release. And so the times I do do heavy cardio or hitting, I do sometimes feel my emotions coming out. Almost like I want to cry, like involuntary. It's pretty cool. I like it. I like releasing emotions. So this is something to consider for the qualities that you might want to adjust your mindset of how you view them. Or if right now, if certain qualities aren't serving you, how, what can you change about that? You know, can you turn it into something positive in your life? Can you do some healing so you feel less of that if it's not serving you? A reminder, go easy on yourself. Have a great week, guys. Thank you for listening, everyone. If you've enjoyed the show, please give it five stars and write a review. It helps my rankings, and I really, really appreciate it. And if you're interested in my book to read or gift to a friend, it's called Show Up, Finding Love for Independent Women, and it's available on Amazon. Have a great day.